This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Hello, this is Joyce Meyer. You know, many people go through their Christian lives miserable, defeated, and depressed. But I want to show you how God's Word has given each of us joy and victory if we just live life in the Spirit. Join me right here every weekday, and let me show you how you can truly start enjoying everyday life in Christ. Enjoying everyday life with Joyce Meyer at 7.30 a.m. and p.m. right here on the good news station WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Accessable Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. 
Last week, I talked to you a little bit about how Paul, when he was, when he was in Ephesus, he had this church of 25,000 people, and he got to the place in his life where God had called him to move on. He needed to go back to Jerusalem, and he knew that when he went back there, he was probably going to be arrested. He was probably going to be hauled off to Rome, and it would cost him his life. But Paul believed and he was obedient to the word of God. And he said this simple statement. He spoke these words out. And he said, now I go. Somebody say, now I go. He believed in his heart that God was moving him. And he began to agree and speak what God was doing in his life. And he did leave. He left the church to Timothy, as most of you know. And uh, I made this point last week that if, if Paul never did leave Ephesus, if he did stay in the place of relative success, because I mean, it was a very successful church. If he, did, if, he didn't, if he had stayed there, things could have been good. But if he didn't leave, then we would have been missing a big portion of our New Testament because a lot of the letters that Paul wrote for the New Testament were after that time. Um, he wrote many letters while he was in prison in Rome. And a lot of revelation and a lot of truth that we're living by today. Come on, amen. I mean, that's very important that it's, it's important that we're obedient to God and that we begin to line our mouth up with what God is telling us to do. A lot of times we believe we've heard from God on something, but we don't always agree with it. So we speak against it. Oh, God, why do you want me to do that? Well, God, why do you say, I just don't know. Anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? Amen. So we've been talking about words on and off for three or four months. And how many know when the Holy Spirit gives you a revelation about how to control your mouth, then for most of us, the challenge for us is trying to control our mouth. Because God wants to test you in the revelation that you're walking in because once you get the revelation, it's like G.I. Joe. When you used to watch G.I. Joe as a cartoon, everybody ever watched G.I. Joe when they were little? I did. They used to have the little safety thing at the end. They'd get a box of matches out. They'd tell you how to strike a match and, you know, shut the box and all that. Why did they do that? Because knowing is half the battle. Right? So you got to know first. So we get a revelation and then we know, but the other part is you got to do. So when we get revelation from the Word of God and we begin to exercise that in our life, then how many of you know we usually get tested in that area of our life? So I've seen some of that testing. How many of you have been tested with your mouth recently? So the question is, do you really want to grow and be free from the sin that so easily ensnares us, oftentimes through our mouth? Our text today is Proverbs eighteen twenty one. That was our text a few weeks ago. We're going to pick back up there. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach, God. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you for the truth of it. Lord, anoint these words and anoint our ears and anoint our hearts to receive your truth today. God, that we would be set free in different areas of our lives. God, that we would walk out of this place with new revelation. Lord, that we can apply, God, to a greater place of living. Lord, so we can occupy the destination of our life that you've called us to in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, somebody say, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I, uh, I want to remind you of a few things that we covered, and then we're going to try to get into the meat of it. But how many of you know this? When God made man, he made man in his likeness and in his image. Amen? That means he gave us God-like, God-like attributes. He gave us God-like qualities. There, there are certain things about humanity that are like God, whether you're born again or not born again. Because when he made us in his image and in his likeness, he, when he did that, it's something that we don't lose because sin comes into the world. There are still things about us that are God-like in nature, even though sin came in and twisted it and tainted it. Come on, amen? It, it, it destroyed the original nature of it, but we still have some God-like qualities in our life. How many know the Bible says that later on when Adam sinned, Come on, amen. When he had his children, they were no longer made in the pure image of God, but now they were made in the image of Adam. So instead of having 
a God-man that was like God. Now we got children that are like Adam in his fallen state. Amen? That's why your kids look like you. That's why your kids act like you. Come on, amen? Because Adam was made in the image and in the likeness of God, but his children were made in his image. In other words, what was true of Adam became true of them. Whatever was going on in Adam's life was passed down to them. So I mean, you know, that means today that I am not a sinner because of what I do. So you think because you did it makes you a sinner, but that's not why you're a sinner. We're not sinners because of what we do. We're sinners because of who we are, because of our sinful nature. We are born into a fallen state. Is everybody all right? Hmm? When Jesse was born, I thought that she was just the most beautiful little innocent creature that God had ever just, look at this, this perfect, just innocent. And when she turned two, I found out she wasn't so innocent. Huh? How many of you know you ain't got to teach your children how to disobey? It comes natural. You ain't got to teach them how to say yes, but you do have to teach them how to say no. Hello, come on, help me, amen. Sometimes I see Adam showing up in her little life. And they're in the fallen nature, huh? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. But the attributes that were made in mankind that are in the image and the likeness of God, we all have these, these basic attributes. They're basically three things that make us like God. Number one is you have a will. Somebody say, I have a will. That means you have the ability to make choices. You, there's a sovereignty about you. Come on now. You say, well, I didn't get to make a choice about what color my hair was or what color my eyes were. No, no, no. You didn't get to make a choice about that, but you did get to make a choice of whether or not you were coming to church today. You did get to make a choice about what you were wearing today. Come on. So you can look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad you put some clothes on. I'm glad you chose to dress. Hello, amen. Some of y'all had to make a choice of whether or not you come into church. Some of you were contemplating, well, I don't know if I want to go down there. It's just, it's just, I'm, I'm tired. Huh? And you either had to buck up to get up and get ready to go to church, or you had to just roll over and pull the blanket over your head and go, God, I'm just going to pray right now. I'll be okay. I'm going to have church right here with my pillow. No, come on now. That ain't none of y'all because y'all are here. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> but you have a sovereignty about you that nobody else can violate because... Because God gave you a free will, and you can make choices about your own life. The problem is, is this, watch this, the problem is, is that in a fallen state, in a sinful nature that we have, we tend to make bad choices. We make those bad choices because our choices are born out of selfishness. They're born out of selfish desire rather than being born out of what's right or born out of righteousness. In other words, we don't make decisions for what's right. We make decisions for what's convenient. Does it feel good? Does it look good? Well, I don't know. That's not going to take no effort. I'll do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> how, many, how many of you know that everything I choose for me is not righteous? Come on, huh? Because I can get very selfish about some of the choices I make. I, I, I can believe that I am the center of my own universe. I can believe that I'm the center of my own world. So when I'm in this falling condition away from God, I really don't have the wisdom or the understanding to make really good choices at all. When, when Jason's being selfish, the choices that Jason's make are very selfish choices, and they're not very wise choices. Come on, huh? You ever look back on your past when you made some, when, when you weren't thinking straight and you were making some, some decisions, and you go, God, why did I do that back then? Why did I do that? That'll make no sense. That was the craziest thing I ever did. I don't know why I did it. Well, I can tell you why. Because sin will make you insane. Come on. Sin will make, it'll, it'll mess up your mind. It'll make you crazy. Amen. How many of you know you can, you can make choices to be disobedient? You can make choices to be rebellious. You can make choices in selfishness against God and against things that are right and against righteousness. We can do that. We have a free Thank you. Amen. Hmm? Everybody say, I have a will. I mean, the reason why God gave us a will is because God wants you and I to participate in our deliverance. He wants us to be a part of not just getting us free, but getting the world free. He wants you to be able to be, when he touches your life, to be able to choose to respond to him in faith and participate in walking out your destiny because God's looking for co-laborers. He's looking for partners. He's looking for some people that say, I will take my will and I will follow you, God. Then he can show up in you and show out of you and change the world that you're living in. Come on, do you believe that this morning? He can open up prison doors. He can bring you to a place of deliverance. He can take you to a things and places that you never thought you can go Amen. but the problem is is we get this we got this prison mentality we just we, we get it we get locked up in a certain way of life and we go get the 80 inch lcd man 1080p and all the gadgets and we hang it on the wall and get a lazy boy and we just camp out in our prison and go i'm content this is good enough i'm just gonna go along to get along no 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 come on somebody how many of you know God opens prison doors? That's what he does. You just got to walk out of them. You believe that? The second thing that makes us like God is we have the ability to use words. We have intelligent speech. Somebody say intelligent speech. I mean, everything in this world can make a sound. Wind blowing through your car can make a sound. And we know that some animals communicate with each other from time to time. But no other thing on this earth has intelligent speech that can create things. Your words can create. We can communicate and build. That's what happened at the Tower of Babel. They were, they were all coming together in one language. That's why God messed up all their languages. He was slowing down the advancement of time. Come on, somebody. Help me. Amen. How many know that you as an entity, you can speak? And have intelligent conversation. You have the ability to build up or to tear down. Come on, how many know most wars are not fought over somebody's rights? Most wars today in the world are fought over words. Because people don't agree on something. And they want to argue about it. And then somebody gets a gun. And somebody gets a tank. And then somebody gets a ship. And then somebody gets a missile. Come on. Next thing, come on. What do you think? Wars and rumors of wars. Somebody's running their mouth. Hello, amen. The third thing that makes us like God is that we are eternal. Somebody say eternal. eternal. Say, so what, what does that mean? That means your life don't end at the grave. Amen. You're going to live forever. Your natural body will end at the grave, but your life don't end at the grave. How I many you know you are a spirit? You have a soul. You live in a body. Yeah. Huh? Amen. 
this body was made from this earth, from the dust of the earth, from the dust of the earth, it's going to return. When you take that check out of this life, your spirit and your soul is going to go to heaven. You get in a brand new body. Come on, that's the reason to really shout right there, because some of us are not happy with our bodies. You're going to live forever. You are like God in that. Now, God never had a beginning because he created time. He is eternal, but you're eternal. You got a birthday. You had a beginning, but you ain't got no end. Come on, you're going to live forever. Where you live is entirely up to the decisions you make in this life right now, inside of time. Do you believe that? Amen? See, there was a time when you weren't in the natural realm, but how many of you know there'll never be a time that you will not be because you are here. You're going to live forever. Amen? That's good news. That's good news. So I I just say, choose life. Don't choose death. Choose to live with God. Don't go to hell. You choose. Isn't that cool? You get to choose. Aren't you glad you ain't got somebody else determined on where you're going to spend eternity? Hmm? My life is not going to end when they lay me down in the ground. I'm hoping God will let my spirit kind of hover over the coffin when they have my funeral. I want to hear what everybody has to say. I'm going to keep on living on. Amen? Mm? And, and listen, heaven is not a little place with a bunch of fat little naked angels with wings running around with bows. If heaven's like that, I ain't going. I don't need to see a bunch of fat little babies with wings and bows and arrows flying around. And who envisioned heaven like that? How I many know when I leave this world, I'm still going to be doing stuff. How I many know it's not just we're going to end up in some great worship service in the sky and that's going to be it? No, no, no. God says you're going to live forever. And if you go to heaven, you're going to rule over cities. You're going to rule over provinces. You're going to rule and reign with him for eternity. In other words, you're going to have responsibility when you get in heaven. And God's going to give you responsibility on how faithful you were living on this world. Amen. That's why it's imperative we learn how to overcome. I don't know about you, but I want to have a big city to manage when I get to heaven because that's just how I am. Anybody here want to have some responsibility when you get to heaven? I'm just content to walk down the streets of gold. Not me, baby. I want to go to heaven and have a good time. Amen? Amen. Go ahead and look in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. I really think whoever designed the Corvette had a vision from God and was anointed. I better stop. I'm a bit of a car enthusiast. I apologize. Genesis 1, 3, so we're made in the image and the likeness of God. We have God qualities and we have God abilities because he made man like him. And then we find out in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, how God operates with his words. So we're going to talk about how God operates with his word, with his words. And God said, somebody said it with me. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. In other words, his words became creative. He had the ability to create with his words. So the first way that we understand God uses words is God uses words to edify. Everybody say edify. That word edify right there means to build up. It means to construct or build. It's creative. Somebody shout creative. It causes things to come into existence. Now somebody said you just can't believe you can create your own, your own world. And listen to me closely. I don't want nobody to get this wrong. I believe it's important for every one of us in this room to understand that the power that's in our tongue. But you and I are not God. Come on, we're not God. Somebody say that's a good thing. Y'all should all be thanking God that I ain't God. Uh, and I thank God that you ain't. I'm glad God is who he is because he's got a lot more mercy than I could ever have. And a lot more grace and a lot more love. Amen. 
but we are not God. I cannot go out there and create another planet in the solar system because I just spoke to it and say, I'm going to make me a, another planet, a sister to Venus that's going to float around the solar system. I speak it. I mean, that's not going to happen. I can't go out and create a universe or, or anything like that by speaking to it because it's not words that make you believe it. It's not your words that cause it to happen. It's your believing that makes your words so powerful. Hello, come on. It's what you believe and then speak. It's what you know to be true and then speak. And listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You can only appropriate for your life the things that heaven has given you. You have a choice to appropriate what heaven's given you. Come on, hello. I mean, God has said some things that are about us that we can appropriate by first believing and then speaking it. Amen? I mean, when God said, let there be light, he already believed that light was coming. He didn't say, let there be light, and just sit around going, I hope it works. I hope this thing will come together the way I planned it. It's not just us sitting up there thinking, hey, I can create all this stuff. I can do all these things. It's not us speaking that causes us to believe. It's our believing that causes our words to be so powerful. Amen? Words edify. That means they construct. They have the ability to create. They have the ability to shape the world that you live in, to change the atmosphere of a room when you walk in. You ever walk into a room and everybody's doing this, and then all of a sudden they know you're a Christian. You walk in, and all of a sudden the atmosphere shifts. Huh? You're walking in a room, everybody gets quiet. Because the presence that you have comes in with you. Amen? How I many you can speak to some people and, and build them up, or you can speak to some people and you can tear them down. You can heal with words or you can break with words. And God proved this in his word, that he doesn't just use words to communicate and he uses words to create. So what I have to do is I have to realize that God gives me words to shape the world or the culture that I am living in and, and the sphere of influence that I have. If I believe God's word and align my mouth with God, then I can change the lives that are around me. Do you believe that today? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. 
I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.